Welcome back to Cocktails and Classics. As always, we have Dylan, Ben, and Cam. This week, we're talking about Blazing Saddles, the 1974 movie by Mel Brooks. Wow. Cam, just take it away. This week, we have, what was our drink? Blazing Saddles Cocktail. All right. It's uh, one and a half ounces of re- uh, Reposado tequila. Okay. Uh, they used Espolone, uh half ounce of lime juice, quarter ounce of simple syrup, half ounce of elderflower liqueur from St. Germain, a uh, quarter ounce of uh, Sartreuse, uh, which is an herbal liqueur, two dashes of a pepper tincture. They used habanero. Hmm. And then uh, two cherries as garnish. It's a shame Zach isn't here because I feel like he would love this. I mean, I think I would like it. I would be intrigued by it. Uh, but Zach, I think, would like it a lot. Oh, yeah. I feel like Zach loves spicy drinks. Spicy drinks are okay, but I'm definitely not going to be like, I do not like spicy drinks that much. Like, if it's a hint, that's fine. But, like, because, like, that one sounds like it's kind of a hint, you know, with the mm-hmm. elderflower and stuff on top of it. But, no, spicy drinks are not for me. I like either, like, harder drinks, like, you know, like, old fashions and stuff, or, like, very sweet stuff. Like, I am not into the, I'm not into the, like, savory spectrum. I don't want heat in a cocktail. Yeah. I don't want my mouth burn. If I want my mouth to burn drinking alcohol, I'll just drink really strong alcohol. Well, it's a different, it's a different burn, obviously. Yeah. But, like, I think it's just another flavor, like, spectrum that you can hit. Because, you know, you you got your whatever sweet, savory, spicy, bitter, umami. Like, it's just another, like, area you can take it. And I feel like if it's done right, like this, I feel like could be done right since it's only like two dashes of like a pepper thing. Yeah. Uh, it's not like, oh, wow, this drink is really hot. You just get like a little bit of like the taste and a little bit of the like heat towards the tail end of it. I don't know. It might try to it. I can see where they're going to make it, though, a little bit spicier to because it's the blazing saddle. Yeah. So get the blazing part of it. Yeah. It, it kind of feels like um. Kind of just feels like margarita adjacent, but they're it adding, feels like, like a, a spicy bit. margarita. Yeah, like yeah, with the like chartreuse, like which is an herbal liqueur, and then like the elderflower. It seems like you're like zhuzhing it up a little bit. Um, if you want to uh, make yourselves a blazing saddle, check the show notes below and uh, hit up the drizzling casker links. Get yourself some tequila, some Saint Germain, some chartreuse. You may have to make the uh, pepper tincture yourself, but uh, check those links below for the Drizzling Casker links to buy some of those. Uh, and check out Blazing Saddles. It's on Hulu as of recording. Yeah. Be sure to drink many of these before you watch this movie. If you watch this movie. I will say up front, if you haven't watched it yet, it um, it um, there's a lot of slurs in the movie, like so many of them, uh, and it's bad. So, like, if you don't want to watch that, like, I understand because it is quite off-putting. It can be quite off-putting. So, just a warning, heads up, it has aged, there are many, there are, most of this movie has aged rather poorly, in my opinion. Uh, So I mean, it was also poorly when it was, (laughs) when it came out in the 70s, it was also uh, not okay to say half the words they say. Yes um right but it looks even worse now so just wanted to put that disclaimer on there that this uh that there there's a lot of that in here so either also, don't watch it's it on or hulu drink a lot which of 
fucking hate watching movies on Hulu. Yeah. Because it's like three ad breaks. <laughs> yes. I will say that's the oh. my biggest complaint. Why didn't I get ad breaks? Do you have like Hulu? My, no yeah, ads? I might have the plus plan. I don't know. My dad pays for it. Mm, that yeah. might be it. He might, might have like, it, the premium. I mean, it was nice because it like ended after the first 15, 20 minutes or whatever yeah. with the ads, but it was yeah. like start, then there was like a chunk, and then another chunk. Yeah. Blazing Saddles uh, is a 1974 Mel Brooks comedy um, and a spoof on Western films. Uh, currently sits at a 7.7 7 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, it's the story of in order to ruin a Western town, a corrupt politician appoints the first black sheriff who promptly becomes his most formidable adversary. Uh, it's written by Mel Brooks, Norm Steinberg, Andrew Bergman, uh, Richard Pryor, and Alan Uger. Uger? Uger? It's U-G-R. It stars Cleavon Little, Gene Wilder, Slim Pickens, Harvey Corman, Madeline Kahn, Mel Brooks. Count Basie's in there at one point. I'm trying to see if there's anyone else who, like... Alex Karras, who later on went to be in some uh, big 70s TV shows. He was also an NFL football player. Mongo. I believe he was in Webster um, in the 70s and 80s. But he also played... Who did he play for? Um... Oh, God, I can't remember. He was uh, University of Iowa Hawkeyes. Yeah, he I, he also played for the Seahawks and the Lions. Yeah, he was a defensive was a tackle four-time, for the Lions. He was a four-time Pro Bowler with the Detroit Lions. Nice. All right. I, I knew I liked Maybe it wasn't Bongo. the Seahawks. I'm thinking. Of... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so pretty cool. It's interesting, yeah. Let's see. Blazing Saddles was nominated for three Oscars. Best Actress in a Supporting Role, Best Film Editing, and Best Music Original Song, which was the uh, intro Dog. song, Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles, the song, is pretty fucking good. It's, it's, um, a, it's a damn good intro song, and I'll say it, it slaps. It, it kind of like sets the mood for the movie, I will say. Uh, well, sets the mood for the first like three quarters <laughs> Four fifths of the movie, because then uh, the last, Doug, the last, the last uh, twenty so minutes, good. so good, just, just so utter chaos. Good. Absolutely wonderful. Cam and I, I don't think had seen this film. Ben, you'd seen this. Yeah, I, we had talked about doing it on the pod many a times, but we we'd always kind of dodged it with like, you know, doing Animal House and those sort of movies where it's like, mm. we've been scared off uh, from doing it ourselves because we thought. Yeah, it'd be, we knew it'd be pretty bad going in. I will say I knew that, and I was still surprised. Uh, within the first five minutes, I was like, uh, "Was this a mistake doing this?" And then after ten minutes, I was like, "This was such a big fucking mistake! Oh my god, this is bad." There are things that aren't good. I will say the one thing that, in to me, kind of like. One, I feel like a lot of the racial jokes, to me, feel very much like Richard Pryor jokes. Like, I will say those very much feel like a Richard Pryor contribution. One. Two, most, like, yes, yes, the N-word is used a lot. A lot of derogatory terms are used. But most of the time, when you watch the movie, you don't feel like it's, like, yes, they're using it derogatorily, but it just makes you feel like the people who say it are completely fucking stupid yeah i mean he gene wilder called gene wilder literally straight up is like yeah you know they're the salt of the earth people you know 
morons. Yeah. Like it's completely a it's completely a dig at the people who are using the term. And also, they take fucking shots at everybody. Yeah, they don't just say the N-word. They say some racial slurs across the category, too. They also make fun of white people. So, I mean... Yeah, I mean, they they, meant, they make fun of Irish people near the end as well. Well, I always make fun of. It's just more <laughs> casual just racism. We don't want any. Yeah. We don't want any Irish. They yeah. also take a shot at... Oh, which... One of the one of the church like one of the Christianity sects, but I can't remember which one. Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember that part. Methodists. Uh, Methodists. Yeah. Yeah. I will say the only the only thing that really threw me off, um, and we can kind of move move past the uh, the the racial things, but uh, the one thing that really got me was Mel Brooks playing the Indian chief. Um, Oof. That wasn't That's great, rough. but he does talk in Yiddish, which was like That's interesting. I, yes. <laughs> yeah, I was he like does I was like talk like an old Jewish man. Yeah. But I was like, eh, they did kind of darken his skin to do it, which was Yeah. Great, but, they, yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I feel like and maybe it's just me. Uh I feel like some of the humor was lost on me. Yeah. If it was like it was if it was like a spoof on like something like a Western thing. Because I feel like, at least where we are, uh, and like when we grew up, there wasn't many westerns. Like if no. you, if you're gonna watch a western, it would be like one of the big ones, uh, or, or we had like what Tombstone, uh, and then Tombstone, like the Three Ten to Yuma. Three Ten to Yuma remake. Um, that was really kind True of True Grit remake. Yeah. But it's like, other than that, we we didn't grow up watching like john wayne at least personally i didn't like i wasn't watching john you wayne. guys didn't grow up watching john wayne <laughs> i did not grow up watching john wayne so no. it's like th- i know it's like a hard spoof on the western film and some of those aspects probably just missed me really hard um but i do i do appreciate like mel brooks and just the writing style uh because it's i i definitely chortled through a lot of this movie with like some of the like dialogue and just like the quirky uh like dialogue driven jokes like uh what's the fucking one oh the like oh the meeting is adjourned what it is no you say the meeting is adjourned it, is it <laughs> like yeah like that whole bit like i i love those kind of like stupid like who's on first type jokes i love the absurdity of the humor in this movie I, I do. I just absolutely adore it. From the fucking candy gram. <laughs> like, it just it makes no sense. The entire ending. I was going to say, fucking, the end I got like super meta. Oh my weird. god. It was, but that was just, one of the more clever parts of the whole movie. Was but the just end. like from the part where it's literally like, I got something that's going to slow him down. A toll road. Oh shit. We're going to need a <laughs> shit Anyone have any dimes? dimes? No, you got to go back and get a shitload ton of dimes. <laughs> and then the when they walk up, they're like, hey, this is a closed set. Screw you. We work for Mel Brooks. Yeah, like it, it went oh. that far. Oh, and then they're like the part where it's like, oh, let's go see the end of the movie. Or we got to find out how this <laughs> yeah. ends. And then they walk into the movie. The theater. <laughs> What? After the bad guy had gone in and seen him pull up to the theater, 
on the screen. He's like, oh, god damn it, and had to leave or whatever. <laughs> it was very, it was very spaceballs asking yeah. in some of those moments. Yeah, spaceballs the like, t-shirt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, spaceballs the lunchbox. I just like, think uh, it's there's there's a lot of that stuff to me that's just the random like the the <laughs> the medieval hangman who's yeah. just like. <laughs> guy just shh, 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 it's okay it's just the sound of a man and his horse being hung <laughs> like just the absurdity of like why what what purpose does this serve other than to be ridiculous i will say i i wrote down i was like how many fourth wall breaks are there gonna be in this movie because yeah. like like half the lines are like delivered and then they just turn to the camera or they're like why am i asking you there's some also like anachronistic things too like the guy's name is headley lamar and they get it wrong so many times and in the beginning it, like near the i can think of a minute i don't know somewhere in there the mayor's like oh it's fine it's the 1870s you'll get to sue her like later on <laughs> yeah and it's no, like, no no it's headley no no no. it's fine you've got 60 years you could probably yeah. sue her <laughs> um and then there was another one later on I don't remember. It was when they were doing all the signups for like all the bad guys near the end, and I'm trying to remember what it was though. He like ran off and said something. Toward oh, he was like somebody said something about like oh we'll cut them off at the overpass or something, and he was like I hate that cliche, and he like shot him oh, in the yeah. foot or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, we'll cut them off at the pass, or yeah. we'll head them off. We'll head them off at the pass. Yeah, he's like I hate that cliche. Go do that voodoo oh, that you that's do right. so well. The one I was thinking of is that when they get exposed after pulling the hoods off, he says, and now for my next impression, Jesse Owens. And then yeah. he just like, <laughs> takes off. off. Goes, what the fuck? There's like so many, uh, so many lines that I didn't realize that were from this movie or they were like referencing other things. Like, um, the we don't need no stinking badges mm. like my my dad would always quote that and i feel like he's quoting this movie and not yeah. the movie that this one is referencing yeah 100 <laughs> percent. or um i didn't realize it was from this movie but where the white women at <laughs> I I is it from this know. movie i know they say it in this movie but i i feel like it's a reference to something else i'd be hard pressed to find a movie <laughs> another movie where they're referencing that but maybe <laughs> i could be wrong i don't know I, I but yeah i mean i yeah i was surprised to hear that too uh, uh, let me see let me see if there's a, a connection yeah i only see it coming from this i think it is from this literally i feel like there are so many like quotes in this movie even the ones that still hold up as being completely hilarious I love the, uh, they said you was hung, and they were right. <laughs> oh my god. That one was funny. Um, I, I will say, I could have been, I could have done without the German woman. Uh, yeah. Lily von Stupp. Yeah, that was a weird plot line. That was odd. I basically, I think it was just a giant way for them to write stooping into, like, a movie. Yeah. Because like as a that whole that whole movie or the whole musical number, sorry, um, that she does, I'm just like, uh, okay. I was wondering where I recognized her from. She's Mrs. White and Clue. 
Mm. Yep. Come on, okay. stoop. Uh, but that, and then like where it's like, oh, you gotta, you have to kill him or whatever, and then they just like end up sleeping together, and she's like, oh, he's a nice man. I was like, we just <laughs> wasted fucking ten <laughs> minutes on on this yeah, stupid on this plot bit. line. Yeah. I will say I I think the bright spot for me in this movie was the relationship between Cleavon Little and Gene Wilder. Like, I feel like they oh, had yeah. pretty good on-screen chemistry. Oh, absolutely. Uh, um and they were like there were a couple where they would like crack jokes and it sounded like it was either off the cuff or maybe it was like their first take or something and like the laugh was like genuine. Like it was the first time they had heard it and they're like, you know, good friends hanging out or something. Yeah, I, I, for as much as you think Gene Wilder's in this movie, like, I feel like it, in my head, Gene Wilder's always in this movie a lot more than he actually is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was surprised, you know, I got like halfway through it or more and he showed up. I was like, you know, I honestly forgot he was in this dang thing. Even though he's like, oh. you know, one of the featured actors, obviously, but he only uh, shows up like halfway through. Cam, this does say that the uh, the line where he's like, you know, morons was actually uh, improv. Or I guess he just didn't know that it was coming. Oh. So, so like the reaction there was actually real. That's funny. Oh. He's probably like, dude, I've been getting called racial slurs for like weeks now. So that was a good one. <sighs> Uh, interesting. So apparently Hedy Lamar did sue Mel Brooks over the use of the name Hedley Lamar, and they settled out of court. <laughs> what the fuck? Really? That's surprising. I can't imagine anyone doing that today, honestly. That's so strange. It's just interesting because, so... Gene Wilder said of this film, they smashed racism in the face, but they're doing it while you laugh. I don't, it's so tough because it's like, I get, I get that the point, I get that the point is against the people and make the, makes them look bad, right? Like, I get that. But on the other hand, it's just like, I don't know, a lot of it just feels so unnecessary to me. That's like, why did you do that? You know? I mean, yeah, I later on, I don't know if you kept reading, but it does say like, uh, Mel Brooks had repeated conflicts over the content with Warner Brothers executives. They objected to the constant use of the N-word. The mm-hmm. scene with Lily Von Stupp seducing Bart the Dark, the flatulent campfire scene, and Mongo punching out a horse, <laughs> among many other issues. Uh, Mel Brooks, who uh, whose contract gave him final content control, declined to make any substantial changes. He did remove the final line from Bart and Lily's seduction scene, uh, which was, I hate to disappoint you, ma'am, but you're sucking my arm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when asked later about the frequent use of the n-word in the script brooks said he received constant support or consistent support for uh for its use from richard pryor and cleavon little he added that if the film were to be remade today the controversial word would have to be omitted but then you'd have no film uh after the film's release what? he said he received many letters of complaint about the frequent use um but of course most of them were from white people <laughs> interesting okay I just don't know. It's hard to feel that out. Like, so I get, I get all that. Um, yeah, I mean, I get it. It was made as long, as long as it was made, you know, with, with people in the room that, you know, represented that, then I think that makes it a lot better. Um, 
I don't feel super comfortable with it still, but you know, it's it's interesting. Um, well, the very first scene of the movie um, with Lyle, where he refers to the um, certain type of work songs, um, it took them it took them forever to film that because he would not say the word. Yeah, Cleavon Little had to pull him off to the side and be like, "Look, I know, but this is what the this is the script. It's it's okay. We know you're just you're playing the part, but this is the script. So like, if you could do this, so we could all get this done and we can go home, that would be awesome. But like, he legit was like, "I don't, I don't want to say that," and. They he needed to be like talked to in into doing it, but yeah, I think there's movies that have come out much more recent that still use it, and I don't know personally. Again, I feel like yes, they use the word a lot, but they also use it as showing how ignorant people were. I don't know. I think it's something that is interesting in theory to me, and I kind of wrote this down. I was like. Like, I think the, the jokes and the humor were well-written, and I think the, the corny dialogue-driven jokes were good. But I feel like it misses a, a lot on the humor for me. Yeah, um, me too. But I think, like, I don't know if it's just people looking back at it and thinking, like, with rose-colored glasses and being like, oh, my God, this was the funniest fucking movie ever. Like, oh, my God. But, like, I, I just, I don't know. It, yeah, maybe... I think a lot of it was kind of a miss. Like it, like it wasn't bad. Like the, sorry, I should say the humor. A lot of the jokes and humor were not bad specifically, but yeah, like maybe again, maybe it's because I watched it when I was younger and like it. But I just like I don't know stuff like Spaceballs is just so much funnier to me because it's especially because it's. I mean, it's also parodying something that I know very well and like yeah, uh, I'm familiar with. So it's kind of funny when it's like, oh, here's Barf who's supposed to be like Chewbacca basically. Um, but also I, one thing that does kind of like, I don't know, peeve me a little bit is when people say, Oh, without this, you couldn't make this movie today. That's horseshit. Like you can make this without everybody saying the N word repeatedly. It's, it honestly is functionally the same. Like you could just maybe omit some of that stuff and it would be very largely the same. I feel like, I feel like if you left the plot the same, yeah, and like everyone still is like, oh no, the sheriff's black. Yeah, if everybody like, just treats him like, like shit, it's... the point comes across still without having to be like that, you know. Yeah, I wonder if it's just, you know, it just emphasizes it a little right. bit more with like. I mean, it certainly does, but it's just like, again, I just I don't know it. I feel like there's a lot of people that are like, oh, you can't do comedy anymore and it's like i just don't agree with that there are plenty of people who do comedy and honestly do like racial comedy other types of comedy that's like people get mad at that like it's like oh you know it's too woke now it's like that's not i don't think that's true i think you just have to be smarter about your humor and like you can't just go for the lazy punches i do i do hate that I do hate that thing because, like, that's what I was like. I was reading a lot of like reviews about this movie on like IMDb and that sort of stuff, and all of them are like, oh, "The PC woke millennials yeah. are ruining comedy and all that." And I'm like, I just think it's less about 
it's less about what you say it's like how you deliver it yeah it's the delivery it's the delivery and who is doing the delivery too it's like i just i don't like humor a lot that like punches down you know what i mean and like that's like what i think a lot of people get in trouble with is when they start punching down and it's offensive well and i'll say the term offensive i know that gets used a lot but it's like it's not even offensive. I feel like it's just like disrespectful at a level. And it's like, I, you don't need to do that. You can be funny without having to like punch down or like, ba- and, and it's also lazy. Like, I feel like it's lazy, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like these people should just be smarter about their, com- their comedy and like more clever and they would be fine. Like, they don't have to cry about not, you know, like, and there's a lot of stuff in here that was good. Like, when Mel Brooks's character, like, or not Mel Brooks, sorry, um, when Gene Wilder's character would, like, show off his strength, you know, like, like he literally, like, shot the gun out of, like, nine dudes' hands, you know? Yeah. Like, they don't show it on screen. It's funny. <laughs> because it's, like, it's ridiculous. But it's, and it's just, like, funny that he's able to do that, you know, with yeah. no F, with, or know. he's, like, or he's, like, I used to be the Waco kid, and he's got his hand, and he's, like, yeah. He's like, oh man, that's steady. And he's like, yeah, but this is my shooting hand. <laughs> and he's like, and then immediately after that, shooting. where he like, he's like, grab the piece before I grab it. And he like on screen, like he clearly would have grabbed it, right? And then like, <laughs> yeah, he pull, he puts his hands out, and there's nothing there, and he just like has it in his gun holster. Yeah, like that's funny because it's obviously implausible, but like you're playing it off like it's serious, like it's funny, and that's what makes it funny. That's the funny parts. And, like, I just feel like you could do something like this if you just don't, like, I don't know. I don't think using language, like, I think using language like that, especially today, is just, like, lazy. Like, it's just lazy writing. I feel like you can do better. I think, I think it's tough because comedy changes so much every couple of years. Yeah. Um, just, yeah. and I'm not even saying from, from, pc to whatever to whatever but right. if you look at probably the majority of comedy right now and how most comedians get themselves out there it's through podcasting podcasting like, or like, like short form stories. videos like tiktok and stuff yeah like it's not the same as it as it was um also i just feel like in terms of the way comedy is now it's a lot more it's a lot more story based. It's not as much like get up and tell these kind of jokes and whatever. Like it's a lot more like, okay, either, either there's an actual setup to it. And like, yes, it's a payoff to get like a whole bit or a lot of the times it's just like, Hey, this is real shit that happened to me. And now we're going to kind of merge it into a bit, but like this legit did happen. And I feel like it's just, it's not the same as it was I mean, even comedy movies now, I feel like it's so much more, like, dialogue-specific. And movies that do the comedy that this movie, that Mel... Not even this movie, that Mel Brooks movies did, don't do well anymore. Yeah, well, they're also, like, dog shit tier. Dinner like for if, Schmucks. Like if, that's a like, fucking Mel... That's, like, an updated-style Mel Brooks comedy. I think I like of the scary movie. movie. Yeah, I was gonna say, I feel like scary movie or anything following that i agree i think that is very similar to this where it's like oh here's this 
here's this random off the cuff random thing that's gonna be funny out of the blue it's like yeah okay but it's like uh family guy is like the the evolution sort of of like the like no i mean i get what you're saying kind of where it's the cutaway but i feel like it's a lot more cutaway not in the one thing i love about this movie is the fact that like somehow they make it blend into this movie where you can watch it and be like that was fucking ridiculous but also like all right i didn't feel like they just cut away to a completely different thing they tried to legitimately tell it through the story yeah like i thought it was odd at the one point when it's like it's panning away from the fight and then it just pans to the actual la skyline and i was like i was like huh that's weird and then it like just cuts inside one of the studios and it's a completely different set and i was like all right where are we going with this but it's like it was a bit but it wasn't like it wasn't like family guy where family guy's like oh it's like that one time when so and so happened and then they just flash back to the bit oh it's like like that one time stewie joined a men's chorus and then it cuts to them just doing the fucking men's chorus and then it would just end and cut back to them talking Whereas this is like, this cuts to this men's chorus shooting this movie, and then out of the blue, these guys just come crashing through. <laughs> yeah, it's, I guess, the best Family Guy parallel that I can remember would be, like, the chicken fights, where it's like, oh, they're yeah. doing something, and then the chicken just busts through the wall and starts yes. fighting Peter, which, and they, like, go through the whole bit. Which, like, like, the first chicken fight was really funny. The first was, time they did it. Was it. Funny. And then the, the first time, time they did it. Yeah. The fifth time, maybe not so much, but the first time was funny how it kept coming back. Yeah. Granted, that was like a long time ago, I guess, but. Uh, yeah. The 1990s? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, it's interesting because I will say, like, there's things, there's things that, like, I don't know, we, we joke about or, like, I say sometimes, and I'm like, okay, yeah. But we went to a comedy show two three weeks ago and one of the comedians is like one of the comedians made a joke like oh well i guess i'll just go kill myself or something and i was like ah like yeah i don't know if that's I don't, something like, i would say up it's, on set yeah it's like know. it's i feel like it's fine when it's like well like you said before you're just like it depends on the context too depends on the context and who's saying it and like what's you know, com- in general, comedy, I think, depends on who's saying it and what the intention is. And, like, it can be very cringy and it can be not cringy, just depending on everything. And I think you can do cringy comedy and it be funny if you're doing it right. I mean, yeah. there's there's comedians that do shit that's like, ooh. But at the same time, I give them credit because sometimes they can be kind of funny. Not like all of their cringe material, but like, I think the main thing is that I think now, like, and like you said, I think the perfect thing, like you said, is it has evolved. And like, I think people get mad about not being able to do the same jokes anymore. And that to me is just like lazy. Like, it's like, yeah, you can't do the same jokes anymore. You just need to do like, just do something different. Do something new, you know, like get, get more creative. Like, that's really all there is to it like it's not I some woke mob or whatever it's literally and just like do something different like we're not canceling you're not canceling blazing saddles you can still watch it and laugh right. at it and think it's funny you watch it it's you just... think it's funny i guess you know like that's really up to you but it's like if you want to make a movie now like 
Yeah, you're going to have to change some Don't things. do Blazing Saddles now. <laughs> yeah, don't. Devil's Advocate-ish. But also, if people want to make that stuff, like, I mean, I guess. I mean, they can. I'm not going to tell you you can't. I'm also going to say, though, there are sometimes people who, who go to those types of things, like, knowing what it is, and then are surprised that it is exactly what they told you it was going to be. Yeah. I think it was, maybe it was Bobby Lee was telling the story where, like, somebody who was at the comedy store, they're frequent at the comedy store, it was well known that they were going up, like, told this joke, and it wasn't even, he's like, he, I can't remember what the joke was, it was something about, like, something about, like, a stroke or something like that, and, like, or a relative of his that had a stroke and like they were going on and then like these people like started like yelling at him and got up and walked out and they were like what's what's going on like this literally i'm sorry but like this is what he does it's well known this is what he does like you can't come to a comedy show and like sometimes do the work if you're gonna put yourself in a situation like that like, hey, yeah, you're you're watching this movie. You should probably know up front it's going to be offensive. Like, right. there's parts if, of it that are not good. Yeah. So, like, you don't be shocked or angry when those parts come up and be like, oh, my God, what the hell? Like, eh, you should have known, known going into it. Two of us had not seen this film, so you get two fresh ratings from the Goob Squad, and then Ben will give you a... Updated raising and a nostalgia rating. Cameron, let us Goop hear squad. it. squad. Um, yeah, so this one I don't think was for me. I kind of figured that. Some of it was funny. Like, again, I the a lot of the, like, physical stuff or, like, just, like, the, again, the absurdity of stuff. We I kind of talked about earlier how, like, you know, he, you would, he, they would always show off screen him like doing his like quick reaction stuff, and he would like you know like shoot nine guns out of people's hands, and then pan back as if it was like serious, you know, which is funny. Um, I don't like I said I don't love a lot of the content of this. I get that it's like, you know, I get the complexities of it. I don't think it's for me. Um, not that I don't like Mel Brooks's stuff. I haven't seen a ton of it. I've seen this now, and I've seen Spaceballs. I love Spaceballs. Um, but I'm gonna put this at like a, I'm gonna put this at like a four. I think it's okay. It's not great. Uh, the ending was funny though. Like the endings, the whole ending part was funny and clever, and the relationship between, um, Cleavon Little and Gene Wilder was really good. Um. But a lot of it for me just fell pretty flat. You know, we we talked about at length ad nauseum. We've talked about like some of the content, but I just kind of have to agree with Cam a little bit. Like, I just don't know if this one was for me. I feel like I missed some of the jokes, and maybe that was like we talked about earlier some of the Western spoofs and that uh, content. But I do I do enjoy Mel Brooks. I I love like absurdist humor off-the-wall comedy. Um, I loved the corny dialogue and a, and a lot of the, like, uh, jokes or, like, things that would go through, like, an entire bit just for one joke. Uh, I liked that. The whole Lily Von Stopped character, like, I could have done without. I feel like that wasted, like, 12 minutes of my life. But leaving this movie, I'm going to give it a 5.5 out of 10. Like, I was never, like... 
when is this movie going to be over? And I like, I enjoyed myself. Like I chortled a bit, but it was never like huge laugh out loud moments. Um, Give us the 10, Ben. Give us the 10. No, I, I don't think this is a 10. Um, I think going into it, I had it probably around a 7. Like, I I enjoy it. I think it's a... I think there's parts of this movie that make me completely lose it. Um, Hell, you, I, you lost it earlier just reading, <laughs> reading I, quotes. On. I, I love um, Cleavon Little and Gene Wilder's, like... Their chemistry is so good. Um, and it's interesting. Uh, the one thing that I read and, and I, I did know this prior was supposed to be the sheriff, but because his standup was so racy studios did not want to put him as the star of a movie. They did not want him to be the star of the movie. They, they were like, Nope, if you put him on there, people think he's too offensive no one's going to go see it. We won't fund it. We're not going to let you make the movie. So they had to cast someone else. Clavon Little and Gene Wilder are, are fantastic. They're, they're banter. They're back and forth. Yes, this movie is dated. This movie with the race stuff is not good. At the same time, I don't think it's as bad as some of the other movies of the time due to the fact that I feel like it was done in a way to make the people saying it look worse than the people it's supposed to be derogatory towards like yes they're saying the n-word it is not good they're saying the n-word and they look like the bad guys like they are made out to be not good people or not intelligent or whatever you want to say um that said to me this movie is like an adult looney tunes cartoon that's what I put it as to me. Like to yes. me, it's it's a looney it's a Looney Tunes. Like, like the sheriff is Bugs Bunny. Literally, he does like the freaking candy gram. It's straight out of like a Looney Tunes bit. I I think there's other things. I think the funniest parts of this movie are not the jokes that are geared to offend anyone. It's just the absurd stuff of like the toll booth, where it's just like what. What in your right mind is like, I know this, this is it. This is what's gonna, this is what's gonna save us. Or the giant fight scene through the middle of like the Paramount lot, just the meta parts of them going to watch the end of the movie on at the theater, just stuff like that. That's absolutely absurd. Um, I, I think those are the best parts of it. And for me, at least I can grimace and like, bear the uncomfortableness of some of the language and and still think this movie is enjoyable that said i don't know that it's a seven I, i'd probably drop it towards like a six because it's one of those movies that i don't think it's like the end-all be-all of comedy movies but it is a movie that's just i think it's just a fun enjoyable movie personally uh if you enjoy this episode don't forget to rate and subscribe uh check us out on instagram at cocktails and classics pod uh hit up the drizzling casker links below and make yourself a blazing saddles you can check out blazing saddles on hulu as of recording check us out next week share us with your friends and family leave us a review and as always watch responsibly